Dr. Helen Hoare, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge podcast series today. Your paper is on social enterprise, so can we begin by you telling me what you think a social enterprise is? Well, there are many definitions of social enterprise. Uh, I tend to favour the definition used by the Office of the Third Sector, which defines a social enterprise as an organisation whose um, pursues a social mission and whose surpluses are principally reinvested to uh, pursue that social mission in the business or community. They're organisations that, rather than focusing on making a profit, they want to make a profit and achieve a social mission. And they can often be run by idiosyncratic, gifted individuals, can't they? They're found in all sectors, delivering health care, delivering environmental improvements, uh, collecting our rubbish from the streets. Uh, they're basically very diverse. Yes, it's a very, very diverse sector. And what's been very interesting over the last few years is to, to see and to, to watch how different uh, sectors have embraced the social enterprise model. And you're absolutely right in talking about um, social enterprises in the health sector. There's a particular push within the health sector to encourage more social enterprises because the social enterprise model is really well suited to health because of the, the need to ensure that the, the human side of enterprise is, is embedded in the business model. And when you talk about the human side of enterprises, we know that third sector organisations are traditionally bottom-up rather than the state, which may be bureaucratic and top-down. So they can, in fact, or seem to be very close to people. That's right, and it's one of their key strengths that they, ca they have this close connection with the communities that they serve. And so they can use that, uh, that connection, that, that knowledge of their, their clients in designing an appropriate uh, Type, level and quality of service to meet the needs of individual uh, clients or consumers. Yes, it's very much that close connection with the communities that is part of their business model. But it, that strength can also be a weakness, can't it? Because it can also limit their capacity to grow. In fact, sometimes, indeed, they don't want to grow. That's right. It's, uh, it's an ex it can be an expensive business model. Tailoring services to particularly hard-to-reach clients is something that has a cost, and those costs need to be built into the business model. And um, when, when I think about the distribution of social enterprises in the economy, they, they are very much active in those areas that have been neglected by the private sector. And the reason that the private sector is not active in those hard-to-reach markets is because there isn't an adequate return. And so the, uh, the presence of a social enterprise really helps to, um, to try and satisfy a, a need from consumers in a market that's not currently being served by the private sector. And it's the, the, the cost of, of meeting the needs of those clients that has to be built into the business model. Now, indeed, we, we do, at the heart of government, have an office of the third sector now, which is relatively new, because there's, there's been a lot of talk about expanding the third sector to deliver more public services. Do you think that's feasible? Well, yes. I mean, the, the establishment of the office of the third sector was... Uh, uh, a major achievement, I think, f by the government and has been hugely welcomed by the sector because it, it really puts the third sector at the heart of government and having a seat at the cabinet uh, table uh, so that there's a presence of, the, of third sector issues to delivery is extremely important. One of the, the, um, the, uh, the strategies of the Office of the Third Sector is to encourage 
social enterprises to uh, be more active in uh, public service delivery. And they have a very important role to play. But I would be very wary of saying that the third sector is going to become either just a part of the public sector or take over the role of the public sector completely. It has a role, but it needs to be balanced um, within uh, the, the, the government's policy. So as the global economies enter a recession and we don't know how deep or long it's going to be, could the business model of third sector organisations be one that becomes increasingly attractive because it's not based on profit alone? Well, I think it has great potential to uh, try to make a contribution to restoring confidence in the economy. I think we're at a very important time where society is looking for new ways of delivering services and a new business model, a model that is values-based. Uh, we are at a time when we could see the, the contribution of the sector growing in, so that we've got a more balanced economy. I mean, m most... Uh, traditional views of the economy split the economy into the private sector and the public sector with this peripheral third sector made up of charities, community groups, voluntary associations. And so they've, in the past they've been very much on the periphery. But I think now with uh, a, a pro-social justice um, approach we can see an opportunity for the sector to increase in importance. And I would certainly be very much in favour of policy which encouraged um, more social enterprises to be created or organisations to, to shift their business model to a social enterprise model so that the, the size and the scale of the sector could be increased so we have a more balanced economy. But surely one of the problems with that balanced economy is that third sector organisations have often relied on capitalism, have often relied on banks and the social corporate responsibility agenda to get their funding and to move them forward. And during this recession, uh, umbrella bodies for the third sector have been going to government saying there's going to be a huge cash shortfall, charities are going to go to the wall, we won't be able to survive. Well, I think that this is where the business model um, strength of social enterprises come in comes in to play. Um, yes, formerly uh, many charities rely on um, donations and philanthropy, um, but it, it's really the social enterprises that are using a business model. Uh, yes, most, many of the small ones still have philanthropic donations to, to, to help them, but it's trying to find ways of creating a, a trading aspect to the organisation that will lead them to a more independent uh, way of doing business. And sometimes that trading uh, business model means that you have to be a big charity or a big third sector organisation, that it can be difficult for, for the smaller ones to get up and going with it, can't it, and, and deliver services that are paid for? Well, certainly in terms of public sector delivery, that's been one of the, the difficulties that small um, social enterprises have faced. But the, the social enterprise model um, can be used by very successfully by very small organisations if they can find a way of generating revenue that revenue might be sufficient just to employ one person on a regular basis. And indeed, in some of my research many years ago, I was um, fortunate to visit a social enterprise where the revenue created one job for one person, and that really kept the business going. So I think it's, it's not a model that uh, we, 
that is solely based on large organisations, although the strength of large organisations puts them in a good position for successfully bidding for public sector contracts. So if we talk about social enterprises as being mission-driven organisations, first of all, just give us an explanation of that term. It's a bit pompous, isn't it? Mission-driven. Well, yes. Um, I wouldn't have thought of it as, as necessarily pompous, but it, it, it can be quite a vague term and cover up... Um, and. Yes, not, not necessarily cover up, but embrace a lot of different things. But the mission really is the social mission. What is the social purpose of that organisation? So, for example, if we think of something like Emmaus, which is the, the, the organisation that tr is using a financially sustainable business model to try and help hope, homeless people regain control of their life, find new skills, and, uh, and it does that through a, a business model which is based on um, recycling furniture and, and household goods. Um, the mission then is to try and help homeless people uh, to, like I said, to regain control of their lives. So, so mission-driven, uh, the recession, mm -hmm. unease and unhappiness with banks and capitalism, mm -hmm. it does seem as if this might be the right moment in history for social enterprise as a business model to rise to the top of the agenda? Well, I definitely think so. And some of the intractable problems that society faces around issues of access to health and health inequality, um, education, um, poverty, uh, social exclusion, and also on, on a global scale, development issues in, uh, in, in developing countries. These are problems that can be addressed through a social enterprise model. I think one of the, the challenges that uh, social enterprises will face is maintaining that, that social purpose as a focus and not to, to let either their organisation become uh, just a, a part of the, the government sector or a part of the private sector. They need to maintain their distinctiveness whereby they are focusing on, on the triple bottom line. So, yes, I would agree that now is an excellent time, actually, for, for taking that, that uh, making that step change in society so that we've got a balanced economy made up of the private sector, public sector, and a prosperous and thriving third sector. And so would it be a more innovative economy as a result? Can we argue that social enterprises do innovate more? Well, I think that this is, again, at the heart of social enterprises, finding new ways to deliver existing services or finding new services to meet unmet needs. And it's, social innovation is, is, a, is a real core, one of the core values of, of, uh, of social enterprises. And one of the, the, um, the interesting developments is, is using technology to share um, social innovation because... You know, the, the, the problems that I mentioned earlier are, are endemic in society and have been long-standing. And the more that we can share knowledge about new business models and social innovation, I think that you know, the, the, the better hope we have of trying to address some of these problems. Now, I know, Dr. Uh, Helen Hall, that you have given some thought to how public policy and governments can encourage uh, social enterprise, that, yeah. that actually if we've got an office of the third sector, mm -hmm. th then it can help third sector organisations thrive. Yes, very much so. And I think that the, the Office of the Third Sector has, has several uh, challenges that it, can, that it, it faces. 
um, in trying to help the social, the social enterprise sector to grow. And I think one of the, the, the first ones is about raising awareness. Those people who work in social enterprises are very familiar with the model, but I still think there's a lot to be done about raising awareness of the business model um, across society. And great steps have been made in uh, introducing social enterprise into the school curriculum. And we are seeing various uni university courses that are focused on social enterprise, but I still think we need more in terms of raising awareness. The commitment to the business model uh, by government is, is very much uh, part of policy, but I think we need to see more in terms of implementation. And I, I think actually uh, the encouragement that we have seen in, in, in the health sector uh, for supporting the creation of social enterprises to deliver health services, I think we need to see more of that across government. And also, you know, it's been very encouraging that the government has, has put money behind creating social enterprises and setting up information services for them. And I think that, that they, that's to be applauded and I'd like, we'd like to see more of that. But I think equally the social enterprise sector has to now address one of what might be the most difficult problem, and that is measuring its performance so that we can then marry up policy with performance. And just finally, um, Dr. Helen Hoare, do you think the recession is perhaps an opportunity for growth in the economy in certain sections of the economy like social enterprise rather than being all doom and gloom? Yes, they have an, an enormously important role to play in a recession in helping people to, uh, to, to rebuild their lives, um, perhaps find new employment and to help rebuild the economy. Thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to talk to you.